Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Joseph in Boulder, Colorado, and he says, Thank you for all you do. Your podcast is a real treat, and we get so much from it. At the beginning of the year, I wrote to you in an AMA episode about how to best serve our community as an investor after the devastating fires near Boulder, Colorado. The advice you gave me in that podcast really sparked my efforts towards helping the most amount of people and becoming a real solution for the bigger problem. Instead of worrying about the market and rents and so on, I decided to go out and create a private fire cleanup company using excavation equipment my partner and I already owned. From this, we helped clean up over 65 home lots and made a direct impact on getting our neighborhood back on its feet. Now that the fire cleanup efforts are over, this company, created basically from thin air, is in a unique position to transition into digging and building foundations for the residential builders in the area. Out of this sad event, we're experiencing massive growth and booking several foundations already. My question is, as we're growing, our organizational capacity is being constrained. What kind of software are you using as a developer to keep it all together, particularly around customer relationship management, project management, vendor and supply management, and scheduling? Our systems are clunky, and they often leave us wanting more integration and streamlining. Thanks again for your advice and how much you put into the real estate community. Wow, Joseph, this is an awesome question, and I'm so thrilled to hear about the impact you're having in your community. Business is always about solving problems, and I believe that creating value starts with solving a problem. The bigger the problem, the greater the value. Beyond the short-term cleanup, there will absolutely be reconstruction opportunities once those insurance claims get settled. Your question is a fantastic one. We've always asked ourselves for ways to improve efficiency and effectiveness. It's both efficiency and effectiveness, and they're very different. What you'll discover is that the largest amount of human effort gets expended when you have to hand-manage exceptions. Business processes that can be automated and systematized can save you human effort, and human effort is almost always the limiting factor in any enterprise. Eliminating exceptions to your systems are key to that as well. So it starts with system design. For example, for customer relationship management, we use a system called PipeDrive. This is a newly implemented system. Before that, we had a much more clunky system, largely relying on MailChimp, which is a very weak customer relationship manager. For investor relations and management of our syndications, we use Syndication Pro. For construction management, we use Procore. And Procore is absolutely an industrial strength construction management software. It's a little expensive, but it's extremely powerful. What we like about it is that it does a fantastic job of managing all of the data associated with a construction project in addition to managing all of the documentation and the drawings and maintaining very tight version control over all of those documents. It's a heavyweight tool. My guess is that for a company of your size and for the types of projects that you're doing, you might be better off with a little more lightweight investment with another software product called Builder Trend. I would suggest you take a look at that one. But I think it would be more instructive to, rather than just rattle off a list of tools, to take you through a single flow so that you can see how we've designed our tools to tie together. So let's examine what happens when an investor reaches out to our company who's interested in looking at our project opportunities. We're going to take you right through that entire flow, show you how we designed that system, and then how we use software tools to put all of that together. So the first outreach might be an email from a potential investor, 
perhaps to me or maybe to one of our team members. They will then get a manual reply from a human, probably myself, thanking them for reaching out. We don't ever want someone to feel like they're talking to a piece of software. That reply will ask them if they wish to be registered in our investor portal so that they can see all of our development projects. That comes with a commitment not to spam them with marketing email. If they respond affirmatively to that initial email, then they'll get a second email with the link to set their password in the investor portal. They'll also get a link to fill out an investor questionnaire. The investor questionnaire is completed using a forms template in DocuSign. We then have another piece of software that will copy the investor questionnaire into Slack where it goes into a secure Slack channel where our core team members who will be interacting with those investors have a chance to review the questionnaire. In that questionnaire, they answer questions like their investment objectives, their investing experience, the typical know your customer type questions. And once completed, they will get a link to book a time with us directly using Calendly. That's another piece of software. That software will choose from one of three core team members to hold a discovery Zoom meeting with that investor to review the investor questionnaire and to get to know them better. The choice of which core team member is based on availability on a round-robin basis. The software also smart enough to know how to manage conflicts with shared resources, like the number of professional Zoom accounts that we have in the company to host meetings. So if we don't have a Zoom meeting slot available at that particular time, the software won't allow a meeting to be booked at that time. We built some logic and intelligence into the system. If they're an accredited investor, at that point, they'll be approved to see the opportunities that are available for investment that are, say, for accredited investors only. The investor will then have access to the offering memorandum, any of the pertinent information in the project's data room. That includes any webinar recordings, market studies, and so on. But before they can push a button expressing interest to invest, they also have to complete an accreditation verification step either with a CPA letter or using a third-party accreditation verification service that is also integrated into our investor portal. And once all of that happens, the investor will have the ability to pledge an investment commitment and to sign the share subscription agreement. So this is just one of many systems in the company, but it started with workflow design and then looking at which collections of tools will make it all work together with a minimum of human intervention. There's a lot of consideration that go into the choice of tools. For example, Many software tools are licensed using a software as a service model, and that means paying a monthly license fee. If you decide that that piece of software is no longer working for you or you're not using it effectively, you may want to discontinue it, but then you lose all your access to your data. So when we design a process, we want to make sure that the software flow ensures we continue to own our data, even if we discontinue the use of the software. There is no one piece of software that's going to be a magic bullet for you. And what I suggest you do is you start to map out the systems and processes that you need to have in your company and then do proper research on which tools will actually fit that particular flow. I want to thank you, Joseph, for an awesome question and congratulations on the contribution you're making to your community. For listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.